God is that term used to signify the supreme real. To the ego that is lost in the unreal, it is impossible to have faith in that God which is unreachable. There can be hope, there can be openness. But the ego is stripped of its faith by its own rejection of the real that brought it into manifestation in the first place. The ego is the fall of consciousness from the real to the unreal. And thus, the ego's journey back to the real that is represented by God is not a matter of judging whether God is there or not, but is a recognition that must be filled with remorse for one's own failure to live in truth and in the real and instead to fall into the arrogance of an unreal ego that claims to be able to judge whether God is real or whether anything is real or right or true when it has lost the basis for any such judgment. Modern philosophy begins with the separation of epistemology from ontology. And the study of epistemology or the theory of what we can know continually proves that we do not know nearly as much as we think we know. And if we do not even know our own being, which is the field of ontology, if we don't know who we are and what the real is, then no matter what we think, that thought is based in illusion. And that illusion is not just the impossibility for a sufficient amount of data that can be collected from the phenomenal world to find propositions that correspond to some external state of affairs, but rather the lack of knowledge is based in an enmeshment in fantasies and projections. which in turn are based on desires and fears that come out of the lack of being. And thus the spiritual journey begins, if it is to begin in reality, with remorse, with weeping and gnashing of teeth, 
not with some high-handed judgment of God or of guru or of situation or of any state of affairs that one is in no place to judge, but only with the humble journey within to discover how one has fallen from one's own capacity to know truth, to live in love, and to transcend all illusion. But judgment is used as a defense against making that inner journey into the realization of the unbearable knowledge of our lack of knowledge and are having built an artificial world out of a mesh of maya based on fantasies and projections and traumas. And within the imaginary constructs in which we have been indoctrinated by the social other and the dysfunctional systems in which we have been acculturated. And thus to recover our capacity to know, which requires our recovery of our real being, means we must transcend the jouissance of judgment and recognize that all egoic thought is judgment based on desire that in turn is based on lack and enter into that level of consciousness that is transcendent of thought and return to that one true essence that can be known as truth because of its absolute purity in which all duality is resolved in which being and knowing again are one and in which the world is recognized as mind and mind is recognized as maya. And thus the journey to God is the journey into silence. And it is that silence of transcendence of the ego that alone has the power to heal the wounds of the egoic mind and to enable the transformation of anger and frustration and dread and despair into the gold of love, of peace, 
of the eternal blissful realization that what one is is not what one has thought or sensed or judged or who one has been judged by others to be but in that freedom that comes of the transcendence of the illusion of the capacity of signifiers to grasp the real. That eternal wholeness, unaffected by trauma, unwounded, unjudging, but once more free of its own internalization of those self-judgments that make up Kali Yuga, of which one's own ego is a microcosm. Through the purification of that network of thoughts and images and affects, the entire Kali Yuga frame of reference is burned away. In that surrender to God in which the real, the mind of God, that is free of duality. Again becomes the only truth. And the luminous and blissful and loving nature of that real removes all doubts. and removes all enmeshment in the animal level of the functioning of body in space and time. And enables a transcendence into the true space of the God consciousness that we are to function in a practical way, to see through the web and the veils of Maya and reinstate that truth as the imminent real of the phenomenal plane as well as that of the transcendent nominality and bring the two back into unity. And the exile of nirvana from samsara can come to an end. The exile of the Shekhinah from that royal space of transcendent goodness and beauty and love 
can be brought to an end. And the unity of Shiva and Shakti can be at last restored. This reunification, which is ultimately a transcendent attainment, reunites wisdom and love. Law. And the generosity of being that is grace. And enables the hidden beauty of the soul to reemerge in safety from its own terror. Of being attacked on the basis of projections and maya and therefore living behind a wall of defense mechanisms and justifications and constant ruminations to avoid its own collapse into the terror of abandonment. The ego mind has one saving grace, which is its power to understand its own illusory nature. and to use its cognitive capacity, not as a weapon, but as a surgical instrument to remove the tumors of hatred and despair, of the fear of inadequacy and the judgment of others. and of the feeling that it does not have the power to stand alone, that it does not have the power to speak truth or even to know that truth, which can only be healed by that surgery. That transforms the ego itself through its own death into the reemergence of that truthful presence. That brings life and eternal real into a single absolute 
transcendent unity. The ego is the result of the mind's fallenness from that transcendent focus that is the light, the love, the bliss, the timeless, desireless, fearless presence into identification with body, space, time, affect. And the animals instinctive desire for territory, for power, for sexual conquest, for security for control, for the elimination of rivals, and for all of the other animalistic pathologies that the narcissistic and psychopathic ego creates in its own fantasy of rule within the dualistic context of a world at war. That war can only end when the level of the animal soul has been transcended. And the level of the mental soul that supports the animal has shifted its allegiance from creation to creator. And through the weeping that comes from the realization of one's own having mistaken one's being for one's temporary vehicle. The merciful Supreme Self will gather one back up into one's true abode of peace. And from there, and only from there, the real jnana, the real teaching, the real understanding, the real compassion that is the treasure and the ultimate outcome of a life 
dedicated to the discovery of the divine nature. Hidden behind and within the phenomenal illusion is granted its fulfillment. The love of truth, the love of the real, the love that is willing to sacrifice the unreal. and all the jouissance of duality that the mind can produce in its rubbing together of its fragments. Is granted in that solitude. in which the sacrifice of otherness produces the realization of the one God, the one true real, the one supreme identity, the I that is truly I. And after a lifetime of profane experience, we are able to begin the true function of the divine spirit, which is the divinization of all experience. And the capacity to interpret the dream that is our phenomenal life. Yields the ultimate realization of the beauty of God's immortal sense of humor. And we are freed from all that seriousness which plagued our journey with self-importance, with tragic comedy, and with the blackness of the black hole of our own unreal, phenomenal appearance. through the seeing through of that shadow. By establishment in the serenity of the light, 
there is freedom from being darkened by the shadow projected by any other. And the luminosity of God's presence is forever victorious. May we have the courage, the perseverance, the clarity, the discernment, the humility, the truthfulness to make that journey that requires the leaving behind of the egoic mind and the attainment of the infinite absolute. that is the only true object of existence. And that is no object at all. In its achievement, all objectification falls away, as does the subject. Consciousness is free. May you know the bliss of that freedom. that there are no obstacles to its attainment. But the illusion of fear. And that this attainment is the only medicine through which fear can be cured.